don't think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB, and you want to listen to any of my shows, my past shows, uh, upcoming future shows, Got to remember this, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, just type in the keyword distracted DB, and that will get you where you have to go. Okay, lots and lots to go over. How in the hell do we have a member of the Senate in Kansas? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. A bad behavior during a DUI arrest for this senator. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm starting off the show hard and heavy today. I am tired of these people that are supposed to be in power and trust. People that have been in service of our country for many years, many years, they should know better. And yet, this guy, this guy has really got to take the cake. Oh, my goodness. Why is this guy even in freaking office? We're going to get to that in just a few minutes. My next story I got after that. Oh, wow. A 75-year-old man ends up killing an 81-year-old man in a hit with his pickup truck. And the 81-year-old man was on the sidewalk Riding in his golf cart. That was his mode of transportation. Up and down the little road there. He was on a sidewalk in a small town. Yet, this happens. According to officials. Oh, my goodness. He swerved off the road, on and ro- on the road, hit the sidewalk, back and forth a couple of times. Yeah. Well... I don't know what's in his bank account, but if he's got $400,000, he can get out of jail. $400,000. Anybody got that laying around the house right now? Yeah, I didn't think so. Eh, This guy might spend some time in jail. I have to definitely follow up on this story because believe you me, 
$400,000 as a bond. Yeah. And I believe, and I'm not sure, but you know, this might be a stretch, and I'm saying it now because I heard the audio piece once or twice. Yeah. DUI manslaughter charges on him now and vehicular manslaughter. Vehicular manslaughter, or I'm sorry, vehicular homicide. Let me take that back. It's vehicular homicide. So it's a DUI manslaughter charge and also vehicular homicide. Can you get any better than that, people? Also, we also have the uh, top story from the previous week. Now, <laughs> I got to tell you, I had got some interesting... <laughs> I got people that said... <laughs> They, they IM me, DM me, whatever the case might be. But they got a hold of me and they said, hey, Howard, how? How can, how can something like this happen? The food is great. Why, why should you pass out before you eat it? I'm like, come on, people. Oh, I had some other comments, uh, some nice comments and some rude comments. But the one that made me laugh was... <laughs> somebody eats at Taco Bell a lot. They said the food is great and wonderful. I don't doubt that. I've eaten at Taco Bell many a times, but I've never went to sleep prior, never been drunk in the DUI lane or uh, the drive-through DUI lane, as they are calling it. Yeah, we got some follow-ups on that. There was no doubt in my mind that that was definitely going to be the top story when I did it last week. I told myself when I get when I got done doing the show, that's our that's our top hit for next week. So I kept the audio. We're gonna play that in just a little bit. But before we do that, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break because I am gonna come back and I'm gonna come back pretty hard on a senator. Yeah. This guy should not even be in freaking office anymore. I don't care what anybody says to me. This guy should not be in freaking office anymore. Oh. He was confused at times. I'm confused right now. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son... There ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. 
visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. Okay, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB, and you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast, and just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Somebody who was not distracted, but they were kind of tipsy, if you will, a senator from Kansas, a, uh, a member of the Senate, if you will. Uh, one would wonder why he is even in office. And here's a thought that I have, because I read this and they indicated, I don't know, I read it somewhere, that both parties are going to go ahead and debate about what happened to him sometime in the future. Debate. You're going to debate whether or not he should stay in office or he's not going to pay any penalty or any jail time or anything. When you hear what this guy has done, now look, I know there's people that are going to go out there and say, well, there's several different things that could have caused it. You know, he is up there in age. Uh, you know, he could have been tired. Uh, but, you know, let me tell you something. When you get pulled over by the cops and you call the officer Donut Boy, you got a problem. When you made rude comments to the trooper, there's a problem. Also, when you're going the wrong way for about 10 minutes on the road, yeah, you got a problem. And of course, the kinker of them all, the one that nails the, you know, coffin shut in my world, he was going 90 miles an hour. 90 miles an hour. Man, I'm lucky if I can get up to nine miles an hour out here in California. This guy's going 90 miles an hour. This is something totally rude, obnoxious, and somebody that should have freaking known better. He should have known better. And this is a guy that you trust in Kansas to run your politics? Oh, man, it just drives me crazy. But I'm going to let you hear the whole story. And I got this from KSNT News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But this is a Senate senator that maybe now should take off his jacket and go rest, play golf, go fishing, go do something. Because I would not want him running my politics. Because if it was you, or if it was me going 90 miles an hour the wrong way on a freeway for at least five minutes, no more than 10 minutes here, you don't think we would be in handcuffs and we would have been locked up and put in jail? Here's again the story from KSNT News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. We start with new details tonight on Senate Majority Leader Gene Sullen Trump's wrong way driving chase and DUI arrest. Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. 
I'm Brooke Lennington. And I'm Molly Pat. According to a report obtained by KSNT News, this Kansas senator's blood alcohol level was two times the legal limit. All of this unfolding in a chaotic scene on the major highways in Topeka last month. Yeah, drivers on I-470 and I-70 witnessed a driver in an SUV going the wrong direction for nearly 10 minutes. Once officers caught up to the vehicle, the senator then led them on a brief chase, reaching speeds of 90 miles per hour. Now, a trooper was finally able to arrest the senator, but according to the recently released reports, the Wichita lawmaker is accused of making rude comments to that trooper. So KSNT News reporter Kelly Paltier is live now. So Kelly, can you break down the new details that you learned just today in this case? Brooke, Molly, there were several shocking details in that report, one being that Senator Solentrop refused a breathalyzer, and he was then taken here to Stormont Vale Hospital where he was given a blood sample test. And right now we're learning that that blood sample test, his blood tested at a 0.17, which is way above the state's legal limit of 0.08. Now, also, according to that report, Solentrop called the trooper that arrested him, quote, donut boy. The report states it took two Topeka police officers to get Solentrop out of his SUV after he finally came to a stop. The officer says the Republican lawmaker was off balance and at times trying to pull away from them. One officer says he was not comprehending what they were telling him to do and that he had a, quote, confused, frightened and blank stare. The report says officers smelled alcohol coming from both inside the SUV and from the senator. Drivers who encountered Solentrop's wrong way driving called 911 after they were close to being hit. What is your emergency? Whoa, okay, I'm on, let's see, 470 Engage. Is there a vehicle driving. going the wrong direction on the highway, sir? Yes, ma'am, they about hit me. When officers requested a breath sample, Solentrop declined, saying, quote, I don't feel the need to do so. Now, again, a blood sample was taken and done here at Stormont Vale Hospital after a judge approved a warrant to do so during those early morning hours on March 16th. Now, stick with us tonight at 6. I'll have more details on the comments that the senator is accused of saying directly to officers. Reporting live in Topeka, covering local news that matters, Kelly Peltier, KSNT News. All right, thank you, Kelly. And Solentrop was absent from the Senate floor after the new details were released, and it's now up to Senate leadership on whether Solentrop will keep his position as Senate Majority Leader at the State House. And tonight at 6, we hear from a spokesperson for Republican leaders who says no time has been set to vote on the matter. Okay, and again, that story came from KSNT News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Okay, first off, several different things that's red flagged right away. Okay, he was drunk, wrong way, speeds of 90, rude to the officers that were pulling him over. He acted confused, frightened, and a scared look. Confused, frightened, and a scared look. Yeah, that's somebody who I'd want to be passing laws and handling the stuff in my state. No, I don't think that this should happen. And why does it take both parties a couple days to decide, debate, debate whether he's going to remain as a majority leader or whatever he is? In why is he even in the Senate? Why just get him out? Just get him out. You know what? If if I did something crazy like that, you think I would have my job? 
You think they would debate, my boss would debate whether or not I would still remain on my job? I would say no. I would be out faster than you can blink an eye. I would be out so fast. Oh my gosh. It just drives me crazy. But yet, this is the guy that we got in Kansas City or Kansas that's running running the, the state, if you will. Why, why do we have somebody like this? And why do we still continue to have people like this when they know what is going to happen? I'm sure that, you know, Solon Trump, quite honestly, I'm sure that he has seen it before. He's watched the news. I'm sure he knows people that were pulled over for DUIs and stuff like this. And yet, it still continues to go on. This guy shouldn't even be, you know, he should not be in office anymore. As I said, have him clean out his office. Have him go pack up his stuff. He can go fishing. He can go golfing. He can see the country, but let somebody else drive. Don't let him get behind the wheel. Do not let him get behind the wheel. There's no way. There is no way that this guy should be behind the wheel, whether he's sober, intoxicated, high, or whatever the case might be. This guy should not be behind the wheel. I'm just telling you right now. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. All right, when we come back, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We still got to hit on the top story from the previous week. That's coming up. We'll get into that momentarily. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. 
Oh my goodness. Hmm. I was just so just thinking about that last story. Wow. I just keep thinking about if that was me or if that was you, we'd probably be locked up in jail. We would probably not be driving anymore. We would probably have, you know, a public defender taking care of us. We'd be locked up for a long period of time. 90 miles an hour going the wrong way for about 10 minutes before the police caught up to him. And he could have killed somebody, if not himself. We should be thankful for the fact that he didn't kill anybody to include himself. We should be thankful for that. I don't know. It just it just drives me crazy when I think about these people doing this. Because I'm on a freeway every day, and people are driving erratically. They're so fast. They're in and out. Sometimes they're bumper to bumper with somebody, and last second they either move to the left or move to the right, and they barely make it in between another car that's on a lane on the opposite, uh, either to the left or to the right of them, and yet it still continues to happen. And my fear is that one day somebody's not going to make it, and there's going to be a deadly crash, and sure, the perpetrator that did it will probably just get up and dust himself off or her, herself off, and, and act like nothing ever happened. I just feel that. It's coming. I feel it. And I don't want to be on the road. I don't want to be behind them. I don't want to be on the side of them. I don't want it to happen anywhere near me. I'm just letting you know now. It, it just terrifies me. Last week's show, we talked about um, one, one of the uh, people that were killed in a DUI, uh, wrong way driver situation, where it indicated... They, and the officers indicated that don't use the vehicles. They, they're weapons. They are weapons. And, and you got to understand that. I'm just hoping that everybody gets a chance to understand that. And now, and now it's time, time for, for the top story from, from the previous show. show. All right, now it's time for the top story from the previous show. And kind of, quite honestly, is there anybody got any doubt on what story that's going to be? Is there anybody who has any doubt? And again, this story comes from ABC 13 up in Sacramento. And it's the drive through DUI parents that actually passed out in the, while they were going to get Taco Bell. They were, I don't know if they ordered it and pulled forward and all of a sudden they passed out or were they getting ready to order and passed out. But it was terrible. The worst thing is they had a young child in the vehicle. In the vehicle. And again, ABC 13 provided this news. New tonight passed out in the Taco Bell drive-thru. A kid in the back seat. Tonight, a couple is cuffed in Yolo County. And police say they were under the influence. CBS 13's Valina Jones is live in winters with more on the drive-thru DUI. Valina. Yeah, the couple sat in their car for around 10 minutes asleep. They were there so long, an employee here at Taco Bell had to call police just to wake them up. It pisses me off. Oh, there's no excuse for that. That anger directed at a couple captured in this photo passed out in the drive-thru line at a Taco Bell in Winters with a four-year-old 
in the back seat. You don't ever put your kids' lives in danger like that. Police found the driver, 33-year-old Monica Cook, holding an open bottle of tequila with 34-year-old Thomas Oliver unconscious beside her. Officers had to wake them up to put them in handcuffs. For you to be blessed with the child and be an irresponsible parent, I mean, you have no rights to even be a parent. The drive through danger appalling mother of six, Priscilla Perez, who has a daughter the same age. There could have been a car accident. They wouldn't even be here right now. What if all three of them would have lost their lives? Officers found the child asleep in the back seat without a seatbelt. Both Cook and Oliver are now facing several charges, including child endangerment. They should lose them because, I mean, if you can pass out waiting in line for some food, they got to get some serious help. 1528 at the window, thank you. Protective parents thinking of their own kids hope this is the wake-up call the couple needs. They should not go easy on the parents. This is not to be tolerated. This is not acceptable. Now, Cook is also facing DUR, DUI charges. Cook and Oliver were both booked in Yolo County Jail and released. Police are not releasing any information on who's now taking care of that child. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that was the top story from the previous show. And again, ABC 13 provided that. Yeah, that was my drive-through DUI arrest. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. All right, so here's another story that kind of gets me under the, under the skin here. Especially when you hear about it. A 75-year-old man who was driving his pickup truck. He was obviously under the influence of alcohol. He was intoxicated hitting the sidewalks up and down the street that he was driving, uh, on the road that he was driving on. And there happened to be an 81-year-old man that was up the road a little bit on the sidewalk driving in his golf cart. And again, this story is so, so sad because now the driver is being charged with manslaughter, DUI manslaughter, and vehicular homicide. And again... This guy has a bail bond of $400,000. Now, I don't have that kind of money just laying around, and maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But in any event, this story comes from um, WEAR-TV, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And good afternoon. We're now learning more about the car accident that led to the death of an 81-year-old man driving a golf cart in Pensacola. Channel 3's Rebecca Castor spoke with the woman who tried to save his life. You can see Florida Highway Patrol has marked this tragic accident. The markings coming all the way up onto the corner here. All of this is part of their vehicle homicide investigation. The accident happened Thursday evening, just after 5 at Barrancas Avenue in Carey's Lane. FHP says a Ford pickup truck struck an 81-year-old man driving a golf cart. Dakota Fulton witnessed the accident and called 911. With CPR training and first responders not yet on scene, she sprung into action. I grabbed some gloves out of my trunk and, you know, said basically this guy doesn't have a pulse is what the other people were saying. I said we need to perform CPR. Waited for 911 to direct me to begin CPR and make sure he's laying flat on his back. I just wanted to say I'm really sorry to his family. Um, it's a really tragic incident, and I'm sorry that the CPR was unsuccessful. 
FHP says the victim died on scene and the driver, 75-year-old James Ward Jr., is now charged with DUI manslaughter and vehicle homicide. FHP says prior to hitting the man on the golf court, Ward was speeding down Barrancas Avenue and ran off the road multiple times. They also tell us troopers had to stop their field sobriety test with Ward because they feared he would injure himself. Now at this time, Ward is still behind bars in Escambia County. His bond was set at $400,000. I'm Rebecca Castor reporting Channel 3 News. All right, and again, that story comes from WEAR-TV, Channel 3 News, ABC 3 News out there in Florida. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I mean, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? There is nowhere that I can go. You guys already heard the speeches many times. I've already told you that law enforcement has got to step up and crack on these things. You got to have the judges step up and do their thing. And you got to have the prosecutors and the district attorneys to do their things. Throw the book at these guys. Start locking them up and stop feeling, you know, pity for them. Because that 81-year-old man isn't going to get up. Anybody feel sorry for him other than the victims or other than the uh, the uh, good Samaritan that tried to help them out? Is there anybody? Well, let's think about that. That's why I'm talking about it. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. Remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? I have no comment other than that except, oh, boy. 